Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus was speaking to the crowds, his mother and his brothers appeared outside wishing to speak to him. So someone told him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak to you. But he said in reply to the one who had told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my heavenly Father, that one is brother and sister and mother to me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have a seat. So today is the feast, or the memorial, whatever, churchy talk. It's a special day in memory of the presentation of the Blessed Mother. What does it mean? What is a presentation? If you have to give a presentation in class, what is that? What is a presentation? I think one of the things might be better here. Somebody who's given a presentation recently. Yeah. Reciting facts, and where do you do it? Like, like where? How do, you, how do you give a presentation? Where do you physically do it? In front of the class. So you stand up in front of the class and you give some kind of a talk, right? In some ways, the uh, sorry, Mike probably said. In some ways, the, the the little talks that we give after mass are mini presentations, right? So you stand up in front of somebody and you offer them something. You give them something. During the mass, right? We have a, a period, a time called the offertory or the presentation of the gifts. When we give a presentation, once it's given, once those five minutes of our life or whatever are done, we can't get them back again, can we? You say or do whatever you're going to say or do, and they're done. And if you, if you mess up, you're embarrassed forever. You know, you're only embarrassed for a minute. But it feels like it because the thing you did does last forever. It happens <coughs> in time. When we present the gifts at Mass, when we offer the bread and the wine, the priest then offers them on our behalf to God. God transforms them into Jesus' body and blood, and he gives them back, but those gifts are gone. The particular bread and wine that come up at Mass, they never are again, right? They go into us, changed, and then they change us. But they have to disappear. We don't ever get them returned in the same way. Mary was presented in the temple, was offered in the temple by her parents. Anybody know the name of Mary's parents? Mary had parents just like you and me. Anybody know what, her, what their names were? Joachim and Anna. Joachim and Anna. So they're Jesus' grandma and grandpa. And Jesus' grandma and grandpa couldn't have kids. A lot of people in the Bible have trouble having kids. They couldn't have kids, and so they prayed for a child, and eventually, 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 God gave them this baby. And, and, and they were so grateful for the gift of their baby, Mary, that when she was old enough, they brought her to the temple and they offered her back to God. 
they knew that she was a gift from him, and so they gave her back to him. And in the temple at that time, the temple was the big place where people worshipped in Jerusalem. In the temple, they had something like a boarding school. So think like Hogwarts for Jesus. They had a boarding school where kids would go to learn how, how to worship God and do that fully all the time. So it'd be like Christ the King, but you never ever leave. Could you imagine ever leaving here? to go do something special. And that's the story, really, of the whole Bible. But that's ultimately, today, the story of Mary. Her parents know she's meant for something special, so they set her aside. But setting her aside means they miss a lot of time with her. They miss a lot of experiences with her. They don't have everything they might want with her, but they do it for her. You know, I bet a lot of you have parents or grandparents or aunts or uncles who would like to spend more time with you, but they can't because they have to work in order to take care of you. They sacrifice something with you for you. Huh? And that's really, really important, especially in this week of Thanksgiving. Because we need to be grateful first to God, because every good gift we've got ultimately comes from God, and then to the people that take most care of us. So our parents or our grandparents or whoever we live with at home and the other near relatives and friends and, and neighbors and especially the people here, right? The teachers and other staff, me and the other fathers, the, 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 the parishioners here that make up Christ the King who work so hard to take care of you. Here's what I want you to see about Mary's special day today and then maybe think about as we go into the Thanksgiving holiday. So the church has a bunch of these special days, right? So most of the time when you guys come to Mass during the week, or on Sunday, but especially during the week, um, we're wearing green or purple, just depending on the time of year it is, right? But some days we come out and we're in red or white. What's red and white? And, I don't know, it's a joke there anyhow. So, so, so those days are special days. They're, they're feasts, at least in a little sense, right? They're, they're days that are meant to mark either saints' days, those are anniversaries, usually the anniversary of the saint's death, were special moments in the life of our Lord, Jesus, or our Lady, Mary. And the reason that's important is because the feast days of our Lord, the feast days of Jesus, all parallel feast days in the life of Mary. Or maybe better to say, Mary's life, even though it comes before that of Jesus, is a kind of mirror image of Jesus' life. So, we keep a feast in March about the day that the angel came to announce to announce to Mary that she was going to have a baby. Anybody remember what that's called when the angel Gabriel comes and announces the birth of Jesus? Yeah. The Annunciation. The announcement. Huh? So, so, so that's the day that the angel comes to announce Jesus' birth. That's the day that Jesus is conceived in the womb of the Blessed Mother. And in just a couple weeks, we're going to celebrate another big feast in the life of Mary, the Immaculate Conception, the day that Mary was conceived in the womb of her mother, St. Anna. 
just another month, we're going to celebrate one of the biggest days of the year. You get a whole two weeks off school for it. What's that? Christmas, right? And what is, and what, what is Christmas? What feast day is that? It's Jesus' birthday. birthday. That's right. And back in September, we celebrated Mary's birthday. Today, we celebrate the presentation of the Blessed Mother into the temple. And at the end of Christmas time, the very beginning of February, we'll celebrate the feast of the presentation of Jesus in the temple. See, Mary's life is like a mirror of Jesus' life, even though it comes before. Well, here's the trick, gang. Our lives are supposed to be the same on the other end. Our lives should mirror Jesus' life. There was a day, once upon a time, when we all started to grow in our mother's womb. You don't have to ask your parents about that, but I promise it happened. It was an important day. And all of us probably know our birthday. And just like Jesus' birthday was important, ours is important too, which is why our family and our friends and our classmates and our school take such care in celebrating our birthdays. We've all also been presented here in the Lord's temple. Some of us, especially who go to the Spanish Mass, were actually presented at three years old, just like the Blessed Mother was, because that's a custom in that community. But, but all of us have been presented in the Lord's temple. How do I know that? Because you're here. Because you're here today. So your parents and grandparents and the people who care for you have entrusted you to us just as the Blessed Mother once was entrusted to the people of the temple. And we want to teach you how to pray and how to live your life for God in just the same way that the Blessed Mother was taught to do the same. Because we want for you what she had. A whole life lived, whatever that means for you going forward, a whole life lived for him. Now, this week, we're not in school later because we have a big holiday for everybody. What's the holiday? Turkey. Thanksgiving. That's right. Thanksgiving. We got it. We give thanks for the things God has done for us. And that especially comes in those people that are most important in your lives. So what I want you to think about for the rest of Mass today are the things you're most grateful for at home. And what I want you to do in these next few days that you spend with your family off school, I want you to do little things each day to show mom or dad, grandma or grandpa, aunt or uncle, whoever's taking care of you, whoever's helping put the big meal together for Thursday, whoever's making stuff happen for you, I want you to think about little ways you can show them that you're thankful. Helping set the table or do the dishes, or dust before the company comes over, or vacuum, or mop, or, 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 or move things around the house. Or, or if the grown-up says, can you please go outside? I need some space here. Just go and do this. Because <laughs> that happens too. And sometimes that's the best chore that we can do, is to play when we're asked. But what I want you to do is think about ways that you can do that for the people that you love most. And as the gifts are presented here today, I want you to imagine those things that you're going to do later this week, and offer them to Jesus. And Jesus will give them back to you, just like the gifts that are offered here at Mass changed. And then when you go to do them, they'll do great good, both for you and for those that you love.